Skype of Cthulhu presents The Call of Cthulhu Campaign Horror on the Orient Express What? Let's, should we do a recap? Uh, does someone want to do that? Last time? It's been a couple of weeks. Sure. Um, so last time uh it seemed like the big thing we did was we went to stanley's um apartment to see where the to see the the death room and we saw that uh there was soot everywhere and there were some eventually we decided we will have decided uh train tracks running along the the ground and the and the ceiling uh and a missing a clean area where the train model probably had been. Uh, we eventually tracked down the train at the train spotter's house, uh, the which is also the office for the club. And for some reason, he let us take the train model uh, with us and took it back to the hotel uh, where uh, Zeb turned it on, and very shortly, a um, train came, and people got out and grabbed Zeb, and Hugo and the father decided to try to rescue him, and all ended up on the train, out of the hotel, um, and they eventually made it to a car that did not have mean zombie ghost in it, where... Uh, they meet up with Stanley. Is this Stanley Alexis? Or my yeah. other two people? Randolph Alexis. Randolph Alexis, there we go, yeah. who thinks it's 1911 and also thinks he has an escape plan but has a bit of a wild uh, look in his eye. <laughs> and uh, the other two characters, uh, Jean-Paul and Tam- Tamas, uh, watch uh, in horror as this all occurs from a safe distance. <laughs> <laughs> as the train departs the uh, hotel the room. station. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So actually for that, uh, Tamas and Jean-Paul can both make sanity rolls. Of course they can. I doubt it. Oh, I made one. Oh, seven. Not bad. Yep, made mine too. <laughs> And as you're both clearly completely unaffected, uh, you will lose. Just check whether it's one or zero. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've gone past the bit I need here. We'll get to it eventually. Because we lost a little you bit. You lose one. You lose one. Lose one? Okay. Yeah. And okay. what are you going to do as this train departs, I believe? Well, yeah. As soon as the as soon as the train pulls away, and the model is you know is clear of the model, um, I'm gonna you know dive across the room and unplug the model. You can do that. Pause for a second, and then get up and then just stomp the model into little tiny pieces. Strength roll. <laughs> uh, would you believe? Ooh, I have a high strength, but I just barely passed it. So normal success. So, you, you, you were never going to have any, any issues smashing it to pieces. It was more a, a matter of how 
completely you succeed. So you just can stomp this model into tiny little pieces. Do you think that's a good eye? Oh, Ooh. wow. <laughs> I believe my friends are gone, Jean-Paul. I believe you're right. I think the uh, I think that train will not stop again until they are in a place that uh, we Romani refer to as the Twilight Zone. I I know not of this, but I think what I do know is that we need a drink. Yes, I find I am thirsty as well. Perhaps the hotel bar for the evening. I think I think that would be uh, a fine plan. This is most. Uh, I do not understand what is happening. <laughs> um, sort of look around the room uh, as we're headed out. It's all soot-covered like... Uh, There's still quite a bit of smoke in the room, yes. Yeah, so it definitely seems real still. I am very glad this is uh, Mr. Pepin's room and not mine. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is quite... Uh, Odiferous, and uh, yeah, perhaps there's some uh, some strong drinks available at the bar. Do you suppose we should summon the police? Another with another tale of uh, spontaneous human combustion. I I'm not sure that I um, really care to be involved with the English police in such a situation. There's a knock at your door. <laughs> Uh, you mean at Mr. Pepin's door. I presume we're <laughs> still in his room. The door to the room you're in. <laughs> uh, I will go open it. Okay, you see a concierge. Uh, says, uh, is, is everything okay? Um, um, reports of a disturbance on this floor. Yes, there was a small electrical fire. Perhaps you could call someone. Yes, oh. the train model uh, exploded. It must have had a short can make a fast talk. Fast talk. That's actually something I'm quite good at. <laughs> yeah, I hope you're leading on this one. <laughs> uh, I get an extreme success. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, right away. Um, uh, do you want me to arrange another room for you? Oh, no. This is, this is, uh, a, this is uh, the room of a friend of ours. I'm sure he'll be back uh, later, and he will make those arrangements himself. Oh, very good, very good. I'll, I'll get someone from housekeeping to come up and uh, sort this out. So sorry, so sorry for the uh, inconvenience. Thank you. Thank you, yes, very good. Now, Jean-Paul, you were saying about a bar. Absolutely, I think it is time. Um, I guess we can't even uh, lock the door, so we will just leave. Well, they're going to come up and clean, so yeah, we would just leave it. Right, no, I was just thinking that the key to the room is probably on the train somewhere. Uh, that's true as well. Yeah. No, go ahead. I was just going to say you're you're at a very very fancy hotel, and and they're no doubt used to to all manner of interesting people staying with them, and discretion is their uh, byword here. So they will just <laughs> clear up the room, and no more mention will be made of it. Excellent. That's, okay. so, <laughs> that's what we like. <laughs> Um, you want to to go down and spend the rest of the evening in the hotel bar? I believe that's the plan, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think we may spend a uh, 
a noticeable uh, portion of uh, of the thousand pounds. That could certainly anesthetize you for quite a while. So. Excellent. Okay, you can go and spend some time in the hotel bar. And it will probably be around midnight or so when you're probably the only people left in the bar. Are you going to continue drinking? At some point, I'm assuming that I'll be able to go to sleep mm-hmm. or pass out. Yep. Um, and that's that's really the goal um, to see if perhaps by the morning this all, you know, <laughs> Oh, yes, I, re- I must remember. I, I was going to retcon something from the, I believe, first session. I didn't get around to doing it last session. Um, so it's just a minor thing. But if you if you remember when you went to Professor Smith's office yeah. and you searched the room and there, there wasn't really anything that you found particularly pertinent to the fire or the disappearance. I'm going to change that somewhat in that you, more specifically Jean-Paul, will have found a old diary of Professor Smith's. And oh. you kind of picked it up taken it with you and a sort of brief investigation of it would have would have told you that this wasn't also sort of wasn't relevant to to the current matter of your investigation but that it might might have a bit of interest and information in it if you if you take the necessary time to read it all right so this is uh okay so professor smith is is the guy who got us into this whole mess mm-hmm. we have his diary and uh, yeah, I could imagine that sometime during the during the evening, um, when I reach down into my pocket to get my pocket watch, I, I uh, accidentally I find the diary and pull it out mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, blearily look through it a little bit, uh, perhaps enough to see that there's nothing about trains, but there is information about the ghosts. No, this this is a, a diary from the early 1890s. Oh. And if you, if you, if you browse through it, you do actually notice that, that there are entries to do with trains. Um, it seems to be describing a, a, a trip of some people on the Orient Express, but many, many years ago. Oh, very interesting. Well, definitely... Share that. Is it going in the same uh, same direction that we had proposed to go? <clears throat> well, you would have to take a, a bit of time to actually to read this in 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 depth. It's not it's not the easiest handwriting to, de- to decipher, and in certain places the the diary is somewhat confused and uh, gets harder to read as time goes on. It sure does. With every passing whiskey, it gets harder to read. <laughs> Um, yeah, well, let's, I mean, why not? Let's say we spend, uh, you know, as, as we, I don't know, that seems like something that might be, uh, of interest while we're sitting at a bar drinking. We don't, yeah. Tomas and I don't yet have much in common, so. <laughs> so you can, you can, you can spend some time looking at this, but, uh, in, in actual mechanical terms, uh, this is, this is going to trigger a flashback to a, to a alternate scenario. So at oh, some wow. point, when you have enough time to actually study it in depth, you will play the characters in this scenario, and we'll go back and do that. 
but I just had to, I had to get it in there somehow. Otherwise, would have missed this one out. So, okay, cool. Okay, we will uh, make up. So, do you want us to make characters at some point, or do you already have them? I'll, I'll, there are pregens, but we can we can maybe discuss this close to the time. It's not going to be. Um, it, maybe I'll do it at the end of this book. Um, okay, but we'll we'll bear that in mind. So so you can you can continue to maybe study that in your in your spare time, but it's not doesn't seem like it's particularly relevant to the current investigation. All right, cool. Okay, so do we have uh, Gary, Randall, and Max now? Hello. Uh, sorry, sorry, I'm here. <laughs> we, I'm here. I'm here. We're yeah, here. I was here, and I was talking for like the last 15 seconds. But <laughs> I was, of course, <laughs> muted. Okay. So. Good morning. Good afternoon. Or, yes. yes, good whatever time <laughs> it is at your local wherever you are. Good morning, since actually it's morning. It's 12.46 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. So, <clears throat> stuck in a ghost train spiraling out of the middle of nowhere in space. Yes, and this is as good a place as any um, <laughs> for Zeb and Hugo to roll 1d10. Oh, perfect. Let's see here. Mr. Hugo Sterling will take a nine. Okay. That's a five. Sorry, what was that? I missed that. That was uh, for our temporary for... insanity. Yes. Uh, so the, the the way I'm going to I'm going to do this, <clears throat> I, I will just let you role play the effects of this insanity uh how you wish. Um you you you've you've regained control of your characters at this stage. Right, we've no longer lost our, our composure. That was lost is no longer lost. Yes. Okay. And you can both have plus five to your mythos. <clears throat> oh. Very nice. So when you say you'll let us role play the the uh, temporary insanity or how it's affected us. Yeah, so so mechanically for the next nine and five hours, respectively, your characters are going to be somewhat <clears throat> disturbed. Okay. Hugo would just probably be looking behind his shoulder, like, every 30 seconds. <laughs> like, looking up for the more, like, the the ghost people, you know, in yes. the back of the train. Uh, yeah, Seb, what he's doing before he's convinced that this is actually happening, is going to start looking... Uh, for whatever mechanism triggered the illusion. Uh, of course, <laughs> at some point he will realize that there is no illusion. This is actually happening, shaking his, his world. So. Poor Zeb. Don't worry. This is how your constitution gets stronger, Zeb. <laughs> So when we last uh, left your intrepid investigators, Randolph Alexis, a now quite insane man, was right, telling the conductor, you... Right, uh, Well, if, if you want to call him that, he claimed to have an escape plan. Right. And... But, and we had seen all those ticks on the ceiling... He had thought had? it was like he had thought it was what nineteen eleven mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. something like that, and and we we told him, uh, yeah, sorry, buddy, your counts are a little bit off there. Um, 
It's actually <laughs> way later than that. Um, and figured he was insane. And I think he was about to bring us to Mr. Stanley. So as you, as you, as you have the discussion about time and, and uh, such like, you will have noticed that Randolph Alexis had, had taken out a pocket watch and was, was staring at it and make a spot hidden roll. Oh, I'm guessing. I'm guessing it's a broken watch. <laughs> that would go. Uh, that would make filed. perfect sense with a crazy guy. Let's see. Plus, spot hidden is a pass. With a with a pass, you can see that this uh, fob watch has engraved upon it the letters A A. A A. And as Randolph sees you looking at his watch, he quickly puts it back in his pocket and says, <clears throat> so, yes, the escape plan. Do you want to see it? Yeah, actually, I'd be interested. Excellent, excellent. I'm so close, I can just feel it. Yes, yes. Oh, if only I had my library at home, it, it wouldn't have taken so long. But, uh, I must make do with, with the resources I have available. And he leads you to the end of this carriage and opens the door at the end. And here you are in the last compartment of the carriage before the, uh, the, the, the engine of the train. You notice something rather disturbing on the floor of this compartment. There's a huge design in a, in a twisted figure of eight pattern spread flat on the compartment. But it's fashioned of human intestines and body parts and bits of offal. You can make sanity rolls again. Oh, hooray. Another sand roll. Uh, wow. I made that one. That's a failure. That's brutal. That is the most metal thing I've ever seen. Um, that's a fail for me as well. Yay. Zero, zero if you pass. 1d3 if you fail. Three. Two, two points. I so, stand um, by the door and uh, don't enter the... <laughs> That was Hugo and Zeb who were already suffering from the effects of the insanity. They they both failed, right? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to say. Let me just take a look at this. Uh, you can both make uh, both make con rolls. Isn't there a thing about not suffering sand loss while you're in your? Oh, that's right. Aren't you temporarily um, like blocked from losing more sand when you're already temporarily insane? I. Do recall that yeah. when you, if you suffer additional sanity loss, you suffer another bout of madness. Let me, let me, uh. <clears throat> well, yeah, right. In the longer term, it depends. Yeah, it depends when in that. There's like two or three time intervals now, I feel like. I mean, not that more sand loss isn't always a good thing. <laughs> But yeah, I think definitely would be a good thing to uh, <laughs> figure out before this we run into this situation again, which we most certainly will. Can you can you find the uh, page reference to it? I can look for it while you carry on. I can certainly do that. So what I will say, re- regardless, uh, as you fail your sanity rolls, you can both make uh, constitution rolls. Alrighty. Yes. Success. That is a pass, a, a pass mm-hmm. for me as well. Okay, then, then you, you just about keep on to the contents of your stomach. 
okay. Awesome. <laughs> I'll look at Zeb and see that he's uh, a similar shade of green as myself. Yeah, I, um, I look I look at him and... Uh, and then I'm I sure we both stare at Alexis. <laughs> with my hand still on the door, I look I'm, at the floor and look at uh, Randall. What are you doing in here, man? And the father looks rather rock solid. Nothing affects him. No, no, perfectly normal day at the office. Just, you know, <laughs> entrails spread about, figure eight. There's a man in the corner. Oh, and he what looks is, oh, up as you, as you enter. Yeah. And does it uh, go along with our description of Stanley? It does. And he looks fine, or he looks he like looks... he's sans entrails? He looks he looks like he's incredibly disturbed by the things he's seen over the past few days. And he jumps up as you enter and says, Oh, thank God, thank God. Are you going to get me out of here? Mr. Stanley? Yes, yes. Oh, my God. What? We've found <clears throat> you. We were just in your room. Oh, no. Wait, this was at our hotel room. Yeah. Um, we have been in your yeah. room. We, we've, uh... <laughs> well... Quite a purchase you made on that model train, I'd say. Oh, I don't like trains anymore. <laughs> uh, well, I'm sure Mr. Butter will be happy to hear that. So, what is this way out? How do you think we're going to get out of this? Alexis, Randolph Alexis, looks down at the figure of eight pattern on the floor says yes yes you see it's just like the summoning spell the summoning spell yes, yes this the is the, one, oh, the this marks, is the train tracks the train the marks, tracks were in the figure the were on the uh, yeah ah, train. Yes. yes 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 but but some something is not right no no matter how many times i complete the cycles the the, the spell just doesn't activate Ugh. can can i have a close look at it and see what may be missing from this to the train that we seen you certainly can. <clears throat> if he thinks what, it's not right. What skill are you can, can, proposing can we all to do? Use? Yeah. Um, well, have a look. I, I was inspecting the the train when all this happened, so what about a knowledge roll? You can make a mechanical repair roll. Or oh, anyone okay. can, actually. Okay. A mechanical repair. Mm-hmm. That's a fail for Hugo. Yeah, I failed too. Well, I rolled an 07. Is that a success? Uh, yes, the base is 10. So it's success. Okay. <laughs> so it, it occurs to the father that the the track that you see here is rather flat. Right. Um, uh, just wait. Yeah. Um, the track that, we, we, that the train ran along went up and down. This track doesn't. Yes, yes, how could I have been so blind? Three dimensions, three dimensions. Ha 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 ha. He just falls to his knees and, and starts grabbing at bones and bits of offal. And he starts he starts building a, a, a ramp and he, he's saying, yes, 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 help me out, help me out. I will take a few steps to closer to, to Mr. Stanley. No, I'm not going to help him. I'm going to take a few steps closer to Mr. Stanley and ask him, Whose entrails are those, sir? Uh, well, some of the the, the other passengers, um, they, uh, they 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 would turn, you see, uh, become like the others. If 
Oh, I fear that is our fate if we stay here any longer. Uh, okay, well, I'll kneel down and try helping him out. Hugo will supervise and point out <clears throat> any mistakes they're making. Okay, so you can you can assemble uh, a, a good approximation of the, the track from the for the other train, and uh, after a, a short while, it is it is complete. Alexis looks up at you and says, "Ah." And we need a train, you see. Yes. He goes into a corner. There's a coat. He lifts up the coat and he offers towards you a human heart. This will do. This will do as the train. Yes. Um, the father, not really wanting to know where the heart came from, takes it. Goes, okay. Okay. okay while, so while this I'll... is happening, can <clears throat> I be surreptitiously pulling out my uh, 38 automatic and holding it behind my back? Certainly. I'll, All right, I will do I'll, so. I'll be praying in Latin as I start making the train go through the tracks. The motion. Okay. Okay. So you, the, the the trouble is that this track is is larger than the um uh, the model track, and you you have to push it around manually. So it's yep. it's I just give this to you for free. It would be quicker if 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 you worked in unison somehow. If maybe two people past the heart between them as they were pushing it around. Zeb, come over. Help the father. I need one of you guys. Can Zeb? I will get closer. All right, all right. Let's do this, father. Okay. We want to get out of here, and if this is the only way to get out of here... Okay, okay. so Zeb and I will do it. Okay, so you start to push the heart around this, this grim-looking track. Complete... Let's say ten or so revolutions of the track, and then you hear it. You hear a scrabbling along the outside of the carriage. Um, near on all sides, or one side, or on on all sides. Yes, a scrabbling. You mean like scratching of something on the outside of the? It's like it's a physical like being. Yes, like something is, is crawling over the roofs. Multiple things or one big thing? Sounds like multiple things. Oh, hooray. Um, I'll look out the window. As you look out I the window, see you see, you see the, the dead passengers from the other carriage. And they've clearly climbed outside and uh, are making their way over the, the top. And as, 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 you, as you look, you see one of them... One of them slips and falls off into the void, thrashing his arms and legs around and starts tracing out his own line of a path through this, this strange space. Okay, Hugo, you're going to have to stop them. And as you see this, you hear the smash from a window behind you as, as one crashes through the carriage. All right, turn and shoot. <laughs> and as that happens, several more crash in through the sides. So, yes will be Dex order. So we have the father and Zeb are are pushing this thing around the track. Yep. Yes. Okay. yep. And yes, so Hugo may make an attack roll. Alrighty. I will ask Stanley to help uh, the father. Oh, Stanley, sir. Can, a success. Can you help the father here? Yeah, so roll, roll damage. D10, that's going to be 8. Yeah, 8. Okay, 
you blow one of these things away. Alrighty. Well, can I call to while I'm doing moving around? Can I call to um, what's his name, the Stanley, to help Stanley, yeah. Stanley to help me out so that um, Zeb can stop these creatures from getting to us. These you can <coughs> make. What would be appropriate here? Persuade. Um, Psychology. You could, you could make a persuade. You could, you could maybe make an intimidate role if you were, if you were trying to be a bit more forceful. I'm more persuasive. Okay, you can make a persuade role. Uh, normal success. Okay, then he he looks reluctant, but he will he will run over, and uh, grits his teeth as he takes over from from Zeb. Is that right? Yep, from Zeb. Yep. Okay, so Zeb can now. Join the fight. That's correct. And uh, Jonathan, so my my thirty eight automatic says attacks one parentheses three, so that in a full round of just shooting, I get three shots. Correct. Uh, if that is how it works, one at why well, it's I think it's just like the in sixth ed where it was like mm-hmm. one at the top and then one in the middle and then yep. one at the end. Except, except they that. come with penalties. I think now. Oh, they may have always, but it's one of those roll to to uh, you know unless you have a uh, an advantage to counters uh, act it like being within uh, your you know fifth decks of like if you're in short range then you get the advantage which would counteract the disadvantage. Um, so we're certainly it's it's cramped in here. And there's not much room to manoeuvre, so that may work to your advantage. I'll, I'll say you can have right. another another shot. Okay. All right. Then that's gonna be. Ugh, that's a fail. Okay, so shot goes wide. Um, Zed. Are you Frank? there, Zed? Oh, sorry, I was muted. So I'm I'm using my sword to fight him, yes. and uh, mm-hmm. I pass with a fifteen. Okay, so roll some damage. Okay. Oh, plus damage bonus. Five points total. Okay. You can to the first one. You know, the, whoever is getting closer to uh, Hugo. Yes. So I'm going to attack. I figure that you're you're sort of standing over them and Yeah, no, right. not not closest to me, closest to the to the Oh well yes figure eight of entrails. That. Yes, you're you're standing in front of this um this mass this of uh, track. Gods mm-hmm. and pushing okay. it away. Yeah. Okay, so you can do that. Um we have there are currently a total of six after one was uh, blown away by Hugo, and you do a you you do a good solid strike on one of them, but it's it doesn't seem to be affected too much, and it continues to to reach out towards you. So one is going to take a it's going to lurch towards Hugo and try and grab you. And I'll try and dodge him. Well, you don't have to because he fails atrociously and actually just oh. falls over. Slips on a bit of entrail on the floor. Oh, well, well, you know, got to watch out for those entrails. 
<laughs> okay. Um, another one is going to attack Zeb and fail. Another one will attack Zeb and succeed. It, it, it reaches out towards you. You can try and dodge. That's a fail. Okay, it, it reaches out and it, it grabs hold of you. Okay. Uh, I will try to, you know, break free as soon as I have a chance. You can try that uh, on the next round. So, one more will attack Hugo. I'm just playing a game of put the cat on the floor, the cat jumps back up, tries to steal my dice, sorry. Um, <laughs> right, this one fails. Two more, oops, mind it. One grabs out to um, Randolph Lexus and fails. Another one grabs out towards him and fails. And we're top of the round again with Hugo. And I do remember you did specifically say these things were horrible at life. So... <laughs> All right, so let's see here. I will pop another shot at... Um, so the only one currently being grappled is uh, Zeb, correct? Yes, correct. I'm going to shoot that one grappling Zeb and fail. Make a luck roll. Hot <laughs> one! Woo! <laughs> <laughs> you don't shoot Zeb, luckily. I'm a crack shot, Zeb. Don't worry. <laughs> I can see that, sir. <laughs> okay. Um, so I'm under the shock of the creature. So it's my and turn. Then, uh, and well, unless you want me to do my second shot now, Jonathan. I will. Let's take. Um, or I could do it at the so end. So I'm going of the to. Round. I'm going to I'm let Zeb. Yeah, right let's now. do it at the end of the round. Um, yeah, I'm trying to look Zeb, it up so we can confirm. Zeb, you can make a strength roll. Okay. Um. It's a 33. 33. Is that what kind of success is that? Um, that's the second level. The one in the middle. Uh, a hard success? Yes, that's a hard success. Okay, so we're going to. It's, a, it's an opposed roll, so I'm going to roll for the creature and we see what kind of success I get, if I get any. Uh, ooh! That is not good for you. Because. Let me just try and do some maths. Um, yeah, it's not quite a, an extreme, but it's a, a hard success also. So I'm going to say you do not break free. Mm. You are still grappled. Let me go. Let me go. The creature that has you grappled is going to try and do something. It's 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 reaching towards you, and it seems to be trying to kiss you. That's, 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 that's what it looks like from the outside. But you manage to struggle enough that it, it it can't quite do it. But it's it's trying to wrap its lips around your your mouth. Mm, yeah, of course I'm gonna pull away and uh, you know move my face in the other direction. <laughs> even try to hit it with my head. Okay, can I do that? Yeah. Uh, you 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 can't as you are you are grappled okay. in this state. You tried to break free, but you can't. So let's see. Another creature will try and attack Hugo. Uh, it it looks like it's going to succeed. I would make a dodge if I were you. 
Yep, I'm going to. And let's see here. That will be a success. Wow, another op one. Okay. You Excellent. Lightly dodge out the way. Uh, another will attack you and fail. One will attack. Ooh, one grabs hold of Randolph Alexis. The other one reaches out for him, but fails. It's a bit strange, even though he's already held. Top of the round. Uh, so Hugo can make a second shot. Okay, and I and I did see here it says firing into melee combat. Um, so you add one penalty die when yeah. targeting a combatant involved in a melee combat. Uh, Fumble indicates an ally has been hit. Jim is just shit, yeah. Yeah, when you also when you're when you're firing more than once in a round, uh, every shot that you fire gets a penalty die as well. Okay. So if you're right. firing multiple shots into melee, I believe that means you have two yes. penalty dies. So <laughs> yeah, um, I bet they can be, but you can offset one with a short range. Oh right, see, I hadn't <laughs> seen that yet for the short range. So you would have, yeah. yeah. Let's let's use that now. So you would have two penalty dies if you tried to um to shoot the one who has grappled. Is okay, it? and the penalty tie is an extra sing singles tens place, an extra tens place, extra and tens, and you use the lowest ten uh, rolled, the highest, highest. Uh, highest. Yes, for for penalty. Yeah. <laughs> Finest die is the lowest. Yes. <laughs> All right. So two penalty dies. So I get. Well, my norm. So two in addition to my normal. Well, except right. you should get so one. So roll, roll two tens, two tens, and a, and a not ten. And a one. Yeah. 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 One of your penalty is offset by the by the close range. The range. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> All right. That's a <laughs> an eighty-eight. <laughs> Take it. That's a fail. Yep. Okay. So, so it says a failure indicates you hit your ally. You said a fumble indicates, not a failure. Oh, a fumble. A fumble indicates an ally has been hit. So I just miss. You just miss. Yes. Okay. Oh, if multiple allies are in the line of fire, the one with the lowest luck score is hit. Not even (laughs) a luck roll, just the lowest luck score. Nice. Okay. So top of the round again, that's Hugo again. So you can can fire again. Are you going to fire multiple shots this round? (sighs) That makes it, 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 it with a penalty die for every single one of them. That really makes yeah. it. Yeah, makes, makes oh, wait, it, one a question it, doing that. Is I'm it a penalty sh- die per shot, meaning three penalty dice, or is it that each of those rolls has a penalty die because you're doing multiple shots? Yes, each, all shots each, receive one. Yes, yeah. each roll has one penalty die. Okay, yeah. But, but Ed, think of it this way: if you only shoot once, then you get a bonus die because of the range. Yeah. Correct. Well, wouldn't you just be rolling straight up because you'd get a bonus die for the range, but you'd get, well, yeah, because no, you wouldn't have any penalty. Because you'd be shooting into combat, no, like, a penalty yeah. for combat, yeah. So you'd yeah. have, yeah. I'm just rolling straight up then. Yep. Just one shot, yeah. All right, yeah, one shot, straight up. 97. Ooh. <laughs> okay. Thank you, man. <laughs> Say what now? What do you say? A fumble spot? Hits Zeb for four. Oh, man. Okay, so actually, the, the, the way I'm going to do... Um, we haven't had this situation yet. But the way I'm going to do combat damage is that 
you're you're not going to know mechanically how many hit points your characters have. Right. So I will roll damage. Oh, gotcha. If it's one of one of the player characters being um hit. So what is what is the damage for your weapon? Uh, D10. D10. Okay. So Zeb gets shot and it's quite painful. Ah. Ah. Zeb, stop moving. With that. Come. <laughs> stop moving around so much. Okay. So it 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 doesn't it doesn't feel very good at all. All right. <laughs> You'd rather that didn't happen again. So, so we, 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 it's uh, now <laughs> it's now your go. You can you can make a strength roll to try and uh, break free. That's a pass. Uh, I mean, it's uh, sixty-one out of eighty. Uh, so a normal success. Normal success. Um, the creature botches, and you are free. And I will cut it again with my sword. Okay. I will let you do that because it fumbled quite badly, so it seems fair. And that's a 97. Okay. Do, do I cut Max character? No. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe? Possibly? <laughs> oh, don't. Please. <laughs> okay. So, one creature had uh, had fallen over. That, that gets back up and lurches towards Hugo. I'll try and grab you. It will fail. Another will try and grab Hugo and succeed if you uh, you can dodge. I, I will dodge. I do dodge. Okay. You move out of the way. Um, one will grab Zeb, the other one that hadn't... Pre- <laughs> and it will grab you if you don't dodge. Okay, let me try to dodge, of course. <laughs> That's a pass. Okay, so you dodge. You notice that the one that has grabbed uh, Randolph Alexis reaches out and tries to tries to kiss him. Oh, that's not good, but it fails. Randolph is also um, struggling quite a bit. Um, he's also going to try and break free, actually. Um, and where are his stats? Uh, I will say the obvious and, and jail. Don't let them kiss you. <laughs> he's, he's trying. He's trying to struggle, but he hasn't quite hasn't quite managed to do it. Um, the other one is going to is going to also reach out and try and grab him. And I'm going to actually say he will have a bonus die in grabbing because he's already grabbed. But he doesn't really need it because this one rolls a zero four. So now Randolph is 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 grappled by two of them. <coughs> And we will go back to the top of the round with Hugo. In in the meantime, um, Father Vincent and um, Henry are are pushing this this thing back and forth, and you feel you feel like you're close. You're, you're starting to feel a weird tingling sensation. It, it's a bit it's like what you felt the first time you 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 sort of passed out of this universe. Well, I'll I'll call out. Almost there. Just keep them at bay. Okay. And I'll continue to do it. <laughs> so, Hugo. Gotta move faster. <laughs> Hurry will... up, we're losing here, Father. I will. Uh... All right, so now the only person grabbed is Alexis, and he has two yes. people on him? Yes. All right. Um, <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and go for glory and uh, shoot, <laughs> pop two shots, one at each of them. So that's wow. uh, with close Six. range. 
And so firing into melee. So there's two bonus. Yeah. Well, okay. One one bonus so, die so, for each shot. Yeah. So one one, bonus one die penalty for each shot. die for each. One penalty. Right. Die. Right. Right. <laughs> um, all right. So that's. Oh, I make it exactly. I rolled a thirty and a fifty for my for my two tens dies, and then I had a a, a zero for my singles die, in my skills okay, so, fifty. So you're, you're so. trying to shoot each each one in turn. Yeah, one okay. and then the other. So I shoot the first one. Yeah. And <laughs> ninety-seven on the other one. <laughs> oh, okay. So roll roll damage for the first hit. First hit is three okay you sort of hit this creature and it doesn't even acknowledge it and then you fire the second and roll damage for that four and you see you see you clearly hit randolph alexis and he goes ah, what are you doing so trying to save your life you're trying to kill us <laughs> you're working with them i'm the one who's he yells out. Doesn't quite finish his sentence. Zed, what are you doing? So I'm gonna try to go for the, you know, the, one of the ones that has uh, stoutly grapple. And I'm gonna the, kind of who, uh, that has Alexis. Yep. Yeah, okay. Well, there's one that was shot, so that's the one that I'm going after. And okay. I'm gonna get my sword. You know, he's distracted. I'm coming from behind. And yeah, I'm gonna I get give you a bonus die for that. Yeah. All right. So let's see. This, uh, so then you would roll two tens dies and take the lowest then. Right. So it's uh, that's a pass. So let me do some damage here. I'm gonna roll the damage bonus as well. I actually, oh, like eight eight points. I like eight. that bonus penalty dice. You, you just pretty you cool. cleave it. You cleave it in half. <laughs> nice. Ah, good Thank job, Zed. Creature. I That's set more like it, shouts Alexis. Okay. So we will have another round of these things trying to attack you. One will go for Hugo and fail. Another one will go for Hugo and fail. One will go for Zeb and fail quite badly. <laughs> uh, Alexis will try I'm and break free. Dancing here. Dancing on and the floor. He, he, he does not quite fog. manage. He does not quite manage to break free, and the creature that has him grabbed again goes in and tries, tries to kiss him, and is not having a good time of it. Okay, top of right. the round again. First, Father Vincent, make a Dex roll. Okay, so fourteen. Which is uh, almost almost a extreme success. Okay, so it's a hard success. <laughs> How Feel far it. away it's, are it's, you? It's, it's it's happening. It's starting to happen. You just you just have to hold out for for a tiny bit longer. Almost there. Almost there. Just keep them keep them at bay. <clears throat> Hugo, top of the round. All right. Um... <clears throat> So Zeb's like right next to Alexis, and right that would be right next to the one that's trying to kiss Alexis. Then, so yep. seems like he's got that pretty handled, and I don't want to get two penalty die for shooting into melee with two of my allies or mm -hmm. an ally and a crazy person. So I'll just uh, I'll pop a shot at one of the other random ones in the 
Okay. In a carriage. Roll for and that's a fail. Uh, fail? Yeah. Okay. With, you should get the bonus die. You, you, on that you one. get a bonus die because you're quite close. Yep. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, so then that's a success with an 11. Some damage. Oh, you shoot one and it just explodes. Nice. Okay, Zeb. All right. So I'm going to do the same. I'm going to try to you know, approach you from behind and try to cut it. And I get my my bonus die, right? Yes, sure. It's quite distracted by <sighs> No, I failed with both. Okay, you, you don't quite manage it. One will reach out and try and grab Hugo. Will fail. Another one will reach out and try and grab Hugo. Try and grab Hugo. And it succeeds, unless you make a dodge. And a dodge is a success. Okay. One will grab for Zip and succeed, if you don't make this dodge. Uh, that's a failure. Okay, grabs grabs hold of you. We will roll for it trying to suck your something out. You can probably guess what it is. And it it's it it seems to get the better of this of this particular this particular round and it it it, it, it reaches out towards you and it, it wraps its lips around your mouth. And it, it, it starts to suck. It starts to suck and as it sucks you feel you feel all the strength drain out of your body. You you lose the will to uh, to to resist. You no. sort of you fall you fall limp. And as this happens, the father feels, yes yes, we're almost there. We're almost there. And he passes the heart one last time to Henry Stanley, who if he fails this dex roll. <laughs> Who does not fail the dex roll? And all of a sudden, you hear you hear the thrum of of train wheels on train track. You hadn't you hadn't felt that before. There was no there was no motion as as you you know no 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 sensation of motion. But now now you feel you're 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 back on a train. The train is juddering up and down, and it's 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 going along the track. And as you as you look out the windows, you see you see twilight countryside, hmm. and all the creatures just fall to the ground. Including me? Including the one that had, that had grabbed you. Yes. But, you know, no, is, he is okay? my strength back? Or? You, you, you feel it start to, start to return as it lets go. In fact, yes. Oh, okay. Oh, that was close. You did it! You did it, Father. Well done. You both okay? I, yes, yes. I was shot. But um, I'll look, I'll look I at look the at Hugo. <laughs> I'll look at the window. I'll, I'll look at the window. Um, so so as, I'm going to say, you, you notice that, that Alexis, who had previously been, been grabbed by one of these creatures, he, he, he leans back against, against the, the, the wall of the carriage and you see his, his face changes. He suddenly, he suddenly looks old and tired, as if he's aged, you know, 20 years in the last three seconds. Randolph. And all, all of you feel slightly drained by the whole experience and you, you each lose another three magic points. Okay. Oh. Okay. You can all make listen rolls as well. 
listen roll. That's a pass. Ten. That's a pass. That's a failure for myself. <laughs> Zeb, you hear you hear a train whistle in the distance. Hey we, guys, we need to get out. Get out. Of are here. we on a runner? Are we on a runaway train now? You hear another whistle. It seems to be slightly closer this time. Okay, running for the door. Yeah. I'm going to grab Stanley and help Stanley and Alexis to run for the run doors. Alexis to yeah, run well, for I will, the door. I will, I will try to help uh, Alexis to get out. Okay. okay. Yep. Help, help me, Hugo. All right. Well, let's Shut. grab him and we'll throw <laughs> him you, out the train. You, you can all make jump rolls as you jump from the train. Mm. Oh, no. That's not good. 45. Oh, I got a 26, which was a fail by one, but I'm going to use a luck and make it a success. Okay, you know so what I'm going to do? I'm going to push a roll. Okay, ah, wait, 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 right. wait just a second. So, so who, who, who succeeded? I succeeded. <clears throat> Max succeeds. Okay. Uh, you take a bit of a tumble, and you, you, you feel you, know, you hit the ground. Probably... Not as hard as you could have if you hadn't have jumped so well. Zeb, what was your role? Uh, that's a failure. Okay, just a, a plain failure? No no spending luck? or No, no, it's too much to spend luck. Okay, so... I, 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 lo- I, I miss it by 32, so... Yeah, <laughs> you, you, you also hit the ground, and, and even, though, even though you don't feel you jump particularly well, uh, you, you, you think that could have been a lot worse. Father Vincent. Yep. Now you you say you want to push the role. Yes. Can you can you justify that? What are you what are you actually doing? Um, I'm uh, actually yeah. Because the the way that. I see this, you're you're jumping. You know, if that goes badly, then it's really just a matter of luck of what happens next. Well, I don't yeah. think you can justify pushing this. I, no, I don't think I could argue that. Well, no. I don't know. I mean, maybe you just uh, didn't. Maybe you didn't stick your takeoff, but. Now you could try and tuck and roll a little safer on the landing. Since I, what what I will your... say, what I will say is, you could you could take a run and stop at the last minute as you feel you've you've lost your footing and try and do it again. But if you fail, you will have jumped too late. Now, what will happen is, you you can see out of the corner of your eye. In, the, in this last second, that there's a train. Okay, no, oh, no a collision okay. Course. <laughs> I, I won't worry about that. I won't worry about the push. I just failed. Okay, so you, I rolled a forty-five you, out of twenty. You 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 run up to the to the edge and and you you just hesitate at the last moment, and you know that that your jump is not going to be particularly good, and you just you just sort of tumble out of the side and. Uh, <laughs> On on the way down, you you, you you hit the ground and you you roll for a bit and and you feel you know you feel bruised and battered as, as this wasn't a particularly elegant jump. But a few seconds later, as you jump, you hear you hear a vast crash sound as you see behind you two two trains two train locomotives have collided together and. Uh, just metal twisting all over the place and this crushing sound and you see you see what looks like a coal train that was obviously on its way down this track and the the doom train that you were on 
has finally completed its journey. I'll stagger to my feet and limp over to the others. <clears throat> Is everyone okay? No, I, I need some help. So you, you 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 can all you can all walk. You all find that you you, know, you don't seem to have any broken bones or, or sort of particularly serious injuries, but you're certainly not feeling comfortable. And and both Randolph and Stanley are, are standing there. Stanley looks incredibly dazed, whereas Randolph is just his eyes are wide. He says, "We're back. We did it." <laughs> yes, thank the Lord. The Lord yes. was with us. Didn't quite make it to Liverpool, but that's all right. Randolph. Is there any lights nearby? Yes, in 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 the, in the distance, maybe a couple of miles away, or you know, maybe a mile away, you see you see what looks like a small village. Gentlemen, uh, I don't, think... don't mind the people that just died on the crash. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> well, what can we do? <laughs> We're injured. We've just been through well, literally it's a through co- hell and back. It's a coal train, you said, right? So probably the conductor and his, you know, assistant or whatever died horribly in the crash since they were in the front. And there's probably not any other people on the train. On that train. So... And then it was only the first car and a half of the... And also the final thing is how how are we going to explain ourselves? Randolph Randolph nods at this. Yes, yes, we we must get out of here. Uh, Yeah. the authorities will ask too many questions. Um, the towns, there's a town just over there. Let's head over there. Okay. So for the sake of moving things on, what I'm going to say is you make it back to the town. Um, and, and, unless, unless anyone particularly disagrees with, with what I say, and feel free to, to, to say, I'm going to assume you would, you would make a phone call back to your companions in the hotel? Correct. Yeah, Definitely. So, who are you going to call? Are you going to call? Who are you trying to get hold of? Tamas or Jean Paul? Personally, I think Tamas would be more of the off the grid type. Yeah, yes. So, I think we would call for Jean Paul. Okay, yeah. So, you call the hotel and you you ask the concierge to speak to Jean Paul. It's it's, it's really quite late. Um, Are you you sure? Ring his room, damn it. You convince him to to send someone up. So there is a knock on Jean Paul's door. Is it well after midnight, or what? what? It is well after midnight. Yes. Okay. Uh, uh, who, who is it? So yes. Okay. For, we'll 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 skip the. He wouldn't have, you wouldn't have had a phone in your room, but you'll be you'll be brought down to a phone, and you are on the end of the line with whoever whoever's making the phone call. I'm and, not. Maybe the father. <laughs> uh, I'll call. I'll call. Jean Paul. Uh, yes. It's Hugo. It's Hugo. 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 We've oh, got Stanley. Where, where are you? Um, were we able to figure out a name of the town that we're in? Yes, you have worked out that you are approximately sixty miles out of London, in a small village. Uh, not particularly important, but all right, we're in nondescript town. This far out of London, we, we just I, there's we I too much to talk about over the phone. Uh, we're gonna try yeah. to make it make it back to you guys, um, but uh, uh, we have uh, some interesting news. That's uh, amazing. Uh, I uh, d- yes, just wow. stay stay at the hotel. 
we'll, let him we'll, know where we found Mr. Stanley. Uh, I did let him know that. We, yeah, we found oh, okay. we we've got Stanley. Stanley. And, uh, <clears throat> and the train conductor or the a ticket taker from from the this train. You remember they were talking about uh, the Liverpool train that was missing its front half. Um. Yes. Yes, I remember. Yes, that's the train we were on. I see. <laughs> Very Randolph, good. Randolph Alexis was not dressed in a conductor's uniform. Or, yeah, not conductor, but he was like, he seemed like he had been working for, oh, he was just, no, he, he was seemed like the... just another passenger? Yeah. Yeah, uh, he was the... Okay. I seemed to be under the impression that he was like part of the oh, he was staff a rich guy. on the train. No, he, he acquired, yeah, he acquired the train uh, as a, you know, collection item. Right, um, right, right. He's an aficionado. All right. <laughs> yes, we found Randall Alexis too. Randolph Alexis. Very, very good. Well, Tomas and I are fine. Yes, everything, everything okay. I, I, uh, I do believe. Yes. So you, you were on the train. We were in space. And you're back. Yes, we're back now. We'll be heading heading your way. Just be ready. Well, very good. We'll we'll be here. Um, yes, very good. Um, yeah, just wanted to make sure you guys were still there. Everything was okay. We'll be there. We'll be there shortly. Excellent. Yes. Well, we'll see you for breakfast, perhaps. Very well. Well, hang up the phone. Click. Okay. So to to move things along a bit, let's say that. You, you. Oh, I'll pay someone, no matter what time of the yeah, day it is, to get a car to drive us back. Oh. Or steal a car. And... Can we also? No, also, no. If, I have enough there's... money to pay someone. No, no, no. If there's also, if there is a um, local doctor, can we get the local doctor just to look over us? Well, that will... first, let me try and first aid you guys if you need to have a little first aid. Myself. Because I know somebody's been shot at least once. Yeah. Zeb, let me take a look at that. Sorry, old chap. You'll be fine. Mm. <laughs> and that's a success with a 21. Okay. And D3 is going to be... So I believe it's three. no longer 1D3 for first aid. Oh, oh okay. If I... Oh, yeah, they've changed the rules, haven't they? First yeah. aid is... is... One point, I think. Oh, wow. Yes, yeah, so the first, the first thing aid here a, is one point. There yeah, are, there's there an are, issue yes. with a major wound or something if that occurs, which it didn't seem to have. But. Right, a major wound, it seems, mostly matters if uh, if you go down <clears throat> towards almost dead. Uh, right. You, you, instead of just at zero going unconscious, you are just dead if you have a major yep. wound. So, well, I think you also can't first aid a major wound or something like that. It requires a, a medicine roll, yes. Ah, yeah. okay. Isn't, isn't there also something that you now heal like one point yes. per day? Yes, you do. So let's say, let's say so you, you first aided who successfully? Uh, I first aided um, uh, Zeb. 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 Zeb, yep, okay. You can, you can give a go for... Yourself and father. Um, let's see here. And father, that's going to be 
Oh, another success. Okay. Um, and not quite. Now, does it make a difference if you get an extreme or under success for a first aid? I don't believe so. Makes a difference for major wound healing, but um. Uh, okay. All right. Cool. So then, a point for you, Father. Thank you. Oh well, that's that well, you don't keep have track to keep of track it, so. of. <laughs> <laughs> and for myself, I don't make it. So what we say is is. Once you actually examine um, Zeb's bullet wound, you find that, yes, it, it was a sort of glancing blow. There's, there's a fair bit of blood, but once you bandage it up, you reckon it's going to heal. There's nothing embedded inside. And yourself and the father just just, just feel kind of bruised. Um, you think a couple of days, maybe a week of rest, will you'll be good as new. Right. Very okay. well. So... Okay, let's say you drive through the night back to London. You're going to you, you will have stopped off at some inn somewhere and used their telephone. In the ensuing confusion, Randolph Alexis disappears. You you, you can't find him again. Um, you're not too bothered about that. What? Uh, Henry Stanley, him? you lose him. Henry Stanley decides to um, to stay at this inn. He he doesn't want to drive back to a hotel with you, and he's he seems. Seems quite happy to be left behind. So you can drive through the night back to the hotel and you can meet the others on the morning of Monday the 8th of January. All right. Is that a good idea, guys? Do we want to just leave them behind? I don't know. (laughs) We're not going to be able to do anything, I mean, with them. We cannot force him to come with us, but uh, but... we should try to persuade him. (laughs) If you if you if you if you want to bring uh, Henry Stanley back with you, then okay, he he won't put up that big a fight. So which which yeah. way do you? Yeah, we we have a few yeah. We need to talk. He might be able to about, <laughs> Yeah, he he needs to walk us through like everything that happened about him getting okay. the train and all that stuff. Sure. So you 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 bring him back and you you're going to put him up at the hotel with you for a bit, and you probably get back to the hotel. Clean up a bit, maybe try and get a few hours of sleep. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to fast forward things to Monday the 8th. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Those who who rode the Doom train and successfully rescued Henry Stanley gain 1d6 sanity points. Woohoo! All right. Five. Boom. Six. Six. Whereas those who drank heartily gain 3d4. <laughs> In hangover points. That's right. We can trade con points for, for sand points. <laughs> I'm almost back to starting maximum on my starting sand. <clears throat> I'm still six down, but that's okay. Oh, no, wait. Yeah. Yeah, I'm still seven down. Plus five mythos. And plus five mythos? Yeah. Yeah, you went insane, didn't you? Oh, yeah. I was the only one who didn't go insane. (laughs) Okay, so it is now the morning of Monday, the 8th of January. Well, as long as they're willing to talk quietly, I'm happy to discuss the, uh, the events. Yes, this is unexpected, gentlemen. I did not expect to, uh, to see, see you again in this <laughs> lifetime. 
You know well, what? I wasn't quite sure that we were going to get back. I didn't know I would have any more exciting adventures <clears throat> than my last one. This, this was this, I, unexplainable. This, we, it's like we were in space, soaring through space on this train. Mm. Perhaps I may suggest in the future, however, Mr. Sterling, being a little more um, cautious about the use of your firearm. <laughs> Everyone's still alive. <laughs> I take risks where I need to. <coughs> well, it seems that uh, to where I am today. No worse the where. It's like the professor was right on something. There are things that we cannot comprehend, but they exist in a different plane. Maybe he's not mad after all, so he thought of the very beginning of this. Huh. So you all have a... Oh, sorry, go ahead. We, we might need to actually go and find those pieces that he has asked us to, to, to fetch Indeed. for him. There's evil, gentlemen. There's similar. evil. Yes, I believe I can, I can smell it on you. You all have a, a faint scent of death somehow. Maybe a perfume will help. Yes. Well, I'd say the uh, the adventure is on. We we must finish this task for Julie. Yeah, let's well, we must start it. Get on that train, gentlemen. Well, we have some things we need to do here, I believe. First. Yeah, we need to go to research in the library or the museum. Yeah, and we need to get yes. the answers from Stanley about uh, what transpired over the, you know, with him in the, getting the train and Makirat and and. Well, and one of the one of the pieces may actually be around. No, the professor uh, says fairly well where the he oh, believes right. the pieces are. Yeah, yeah. Are. No, I just I thought there was one local, but there's not. Yeah. No. Um, so yeah, just research to start with before we head to, uh, to, uh, civilization. And as luck would have it, it's Monday and the library is open. <laughs> Very good. Who is going to head to the British library? Well, I have, uh, I have contacts there as we, uh, spoke about last time because of my, uh, mm -hmm. research and, uh, exploration research and stuff like that. Okay, I'm so very good Hugo's at going? I'm very good at research, so I think I'm going to go along as well. Father will go. I am terrible would... at research, so <laughs> there's no point in me setting foot inside a library. Yeah, um, so I, I can go. Could, I can go. Perhaps Zip we can going? try to figure out this Count Fenelik character, see who he is and where he might be. That might be doable. <laughs> so we let's let's. Get this straight. Hugo, the father, and Zeb are going to the library. Yep. Mm -hmm. What is uh, Edwin going to spend his time doing? I'm thinking that, uh, well, Jean-Paul might try to do some of the uh, social research, although I feel like maybe that's all moot. Maybe we don't care about Randall Alexis anymore. And I'm trying. we wrote down Count Fenelik here, um, and then there's also... Mr. J. Temple Thurston, but we may not care about him either, so it's probably just Count Fenelik. Count Fenelik, isn't he the French count who owned... Yes, one-time owner of Piece of Statue. Yeah, which is what we're doing research on. That along with the... I thought you were looking into the scrolls. 
No, the simulacrum, we're probably all going to be looking into all of those comfort and like sim the simulacrum and the scrolls. All right. Well, then perhaps do, I do will... We, uh, do, do we have any information on the, on the diary about the simulacrum? And... Oh, do you want to do you want to study the diary while we're... Yeah, uh, maybe I should stay behind and, and read the diary, yes. Mm. Okay. Um, Thomas, do you want to look at booking us all the passage on the Orient Express in there? Yes, I will take. I will go to the train station and get us tickets. Okay, Thomas is going to organise travel. <laughs> Jean Paul, um, I guess I may as well go to the library with these library? folks and yeah. Okay, so everyone's going to the library except for Thomas. Yep. Uh, and I'm going to stay behind and read the diary. Okay, you're going to stay behind and read. Okay, so the the way we're going to do this uh, to save time is we're not going to role-play the whole day of library use, but Hugo, Jean-Paul, and the father can... First of all, what are you? what is Hugo researching in, in particular? Um, I believe I would... I think I'm going to research... Well, we get we got the list of locations for where uh, uh, my good friend Julie uh, thinks all the pieces are. Correct. Sure. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep. So I think I'm going to research um, the best travel routes and stuff like that for where he thinks those places are, or okay. where where the pieces are in in right. those uh, spots along the Orient Express. Okay. So kind of like pre-plan a route for us. Sure. Jean Paul, what are you researching? If you're mute, now would be a good time to unmute. Let me uh, unmute so that I can tell you <laughs> that uh, <laughs> I would like to uh, look into the, do the social research, look into the people who are uh, listed. So we have, uh, sure. yeah. Give me some names you want to focus on first. Um, definitely the count. And then there are also um, a museum director... Uh, Milovan Todorovic, and then the other Johann museum Winkleman. director, Johan Winkelmann. Okay. So yeah, I'll go for the count, and then the two uh, the two mm -hmm. uh, museum directors. Okay. And father, I'm going to look for the certificates, simulacrum, and the scrolls. <clears throat> right. Okay. Hugo, make a library as well. Alrighty. That's going to be. Uh, crap. That's going to be an 83, which is a... That's a okay. fail. Uh, Jean-Paul, make a library as well. That is surprisingly a success. A normal success. Okay. And father. Okay. So that's a zero 09, which is... A, it's uh, what's it called? Um, one fifth. Extreme. Extreme. Yeah. <laughs> so you spend the day researching, and Hugo, you come away mostly empty-handed. I mean, you 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 can get things like maps and information about towns, and that's that's all just easily available. Basic but, stuff. Yeah, uh, Jean Paul. How are we going to handle this? 
do you know? I will come back to you. Father, you 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 have you have a hard time finding finding any information to do with this the simulacrum or or the scrolls, but you, you feel like you're onto something. You 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 trace down some some rather obscure Latin texts and you 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 think you're onto something, but it's going to take it's going to take at least another day or two of library research. But you, you feel okay. like you feel like you're you're probably as close as it's possible to be. Cool. <clears throat> I can even read the Latin text. <laughs> um, let's take a look at what. Huh. So, Father, I guess if you think another day or two might be profitable uh, yep. of uh, searching, you know, I might be able to pay some researchers uh, to do the research for us. I'll continue because I can read the Latin text myself, so... Um, I'll, and we don't want to leave the researchers there by themselves. Yeah. I mean, it's only a couple of days delay. Well, we could cut that in half if I hire three or four, like, you know, lowly... Yeah, uh, but if you've got one person reading over a couple of books, I don't think two or th- three or four people trying to browse over the same books are going to help. Okay. I mean, yeah, one other researcher would be good, and we've got the funds. I mean, I mean, then you could tell them what you need them to look for or to find the books and bring them to you. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll pay uh, – Jonathan, I'll pay for a researcher to basically help me out over the next couple of days. Okay. Sure. <laughs> there are no shortages of young researchers looking for work. <laughs> so, Jean-Paul, you, you, you spend a lot of time – or a substantial portion of the day searching for information on the uh, Comte Fenelic. Um But you, you don't have much success. You realise that most of the records to do with the French aristocracy are going to be in Paris. You can find also um, a piece on Dr. Milan Todorovic, and it's, it's, it's just a piece about his his work and life, and he is indeed the curator at the museum. All right, well, I will uh, definitely try to remember enough to be, um, perhaps, and share enough to be more um, persuasive uh, when the time comes. Okay. Tamas makes makes good progress in, in booking travel and... He has that all in hand. So Zeb reads the book, but it's it's going to take a lot longer. Okay. So we can roll forward to Tuesday. Are the the three researchers going to continue with their research? Uh, I will not. Well, I I mean I want to do, I want to get the information from Stanley. <laughs> okay. So I'll, I'll continue. <clears throat> So the father's continuing. Everyone else is is going to sort of quiz Stanley for the day. Okay. So it's um it's a typical mid January or early January day in London, in that it is piddling down with rain outside, and it's a particularly bad downfall of rain. So no doubt Hugo and Jean Paul are 
are rather pleased to be staying at the luxurious hotel talking to uh, Henry Stanley. Yes. Tamas is, is maybe out and about doing a few more uh, last-minute travel arrangements. Oh, unless Tomas wants to be there uh, helping us talk to Stanley and asking questions. Uh, no, that's I don't really care. Okay, <laughs> all right. Tomas is off doing his gypsy thing. Um, speaking of gypsy thing, I'm going to... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm going to do something that might actually be useful, although I doubt it. Um <laughs> I'm going to uh, wander around the city and see if I can find any uh, any of my people who may have recently arrived from France. Uh-huh. And if they do, uh, if any of them have any knowledge of the uh, recent activities of this Count Fenelik fellow. Yes, well, if he has money, then he has the power. Okie dokie. So this is Tuesday the 9th, correct? Yeah. So we will say that Tamas can go and do his finish off travel arrangements. You can go and find, let's say, some some of your people. What exactly are you asking them? Uh, have they been in France recently? And do you know... You, you find some that, that have, and yes. do you know uh, of Count Fenelik? What sort of fellow Count. is he? Count Fenelik? What, what, who, who is this Count? I do, I do not know. No? He is a... He is he one of us? He is... Dead. Oh, he was the owner during the French Revolution. Okay, never Sorry, I should I should read the notes closer. <laughs> yes, suffice to say, they they know nothing about the Count Fenelik. Okay, never mind. Um, so you, you spend a nice day talking to these these yes. people, and I will just be okay. with my people. Um, I'm going to say those who quiz Henry Stanley can pretty much get his entire story. Um, I, actually, sorry, Jonathan, I wanted I want to I want to I want to amend just a little bit. Sure. Um, I'm going to chat with my people, and. Um, through the people that I can meet here in London, uh, get any contact information on uh, gypsies or gypsy families they may know who are in uh, uh, France or near Trieste or in the Balkans or in Bulgaria mm-hmm. or in mm-hmm. Italy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm prearranging a set of contacts for the trip. That's what I'm looking for. I like it. Okay. You can do it. Uh, also, during this time, the doctor will basically pen a telegram back to York to let to, to let his um, the other priests know what he's doing and um, that he's going to be off longer than he was expected. Okay. So, Father Vincent, you are at the. British Museum. So the the way the British Library works, the the books are not out on display. You don't go up and just pick them up from a shelf. Instead, you you go to a desk and you you write down the the book that you want and someone goes away and someone collects the book and then they actually place it on your assigned reading desk. 
and so it's yep. it's it's slow going you you look at one source and you you're having difficulty with this so you go to another source and every time you do this it takes it takes time you have you have a researcher with you who's who will do some of the grunt work for you um but again just takes time just takes time though it's it's a quiet day today not many people have actually come into the into the library because it's it's so horrible outside so you can sit at a at a nice desk and uh you can even you can even have a have a whispered conversation with your with your research assistant without really disturbing anyone else yep and you may make another library use roll okay so twenty nine, which is I think, uh, it's a it's the hard success. Okay, okay, excellent. So you you search through through several tomes, and you you you, you feel like you're you're onto something. You're definitely getting references, um, but not much not much concrete information. And you spend you spend you spend most of the day here. And you're you're sat there. There's a big pile of books. There's your your research assistant who's sort of barely struggling to stay awake. He, he obviously looks quite tired. Um, there's another person actually just just off to the corner who's actually seems to be sleeping on his desk. He's he's uh he's got a big heavy coat on and he's just sort of sat over his books having a bit of a doze. And you come across it. You find you find a reference. Unfortunately, it tells you that you're going to have to find a 13th century manuscript known as the Devil's Simulare. The Devil's Simulare. Mm-hmm. And you 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 get some you get the strong impression that, that more information may be found in the Bibliothèque Nationale in Paris. Ah, so we need to. We need to, we need to go to the Bibliothèque Nationale in Paris. Mm. Very we good. Known that uh, that uh, this, this this town of London would not have anything uh, useful, and we need to go to a civilized place to get any work done. <laughs> well, I'll thank the researcher for his help and pay him. Okay, so he um he's he's quite grateful for the money. It's you're, you're paying rather well. Yep. He wishes you all the best in your future researches. Thank you. And I'll get up and I'll have a just have a look at the guy who um, see if I can just nudge him awake because he's falling asleep in the um, research room. Okay. Yeah. So you, you you walk over. He's 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 wearing a, a an outdoor coat and he still has his hat on. And as you sort of gently tap him on the shoulder, he he tumbles off his chair and he makes a thud as he hits the floor. Well, I'll leap back. Okay. I'll say what the and I'll cross myself and I'll look down. Okay. Is are you okay? Uh, you get no response. Kneel down. Okay. And In a sort uh, of... take off his hat, have a look at him, see if he's breathing. Okay, you can make a sound you right. <clears throat> That's a fail, eighty four. One D six. D six three. Okay. As you remove his hat, you are you are greeted with a ghastly sight. It's a man without any skin. Well, I'll say, oh my god, and I'll look to the researcher and go, get someone, call, call for the um, 
Okay. But so he, yeah. The manager, yeah. He, he will he will he will run off to to try and find a librarian and um yes you 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 see that this this man has has had his skin removed and he is seems to be uh, you, you actually just find attached to to the, to the jacket is um there's something something pinned to it like a note. I'll have a look at the note. Okay, so you 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 take the note and it's yep. It's like a strange old sort of scroll-like material. It's, it's, it doesn't seem like paper. And there is something written on it. Do you speak Turkish? Mm, no. Okay. You can make a education role, I suppose. Education role. 34 success. Uh, okay. It's a hard so success. <laughs> you're, you're, you're aware that it is in Turkish. Let's put it that way. And... A librarian wanders over and says, oh, what seems to be... Oh, my God! And as you can possibly imagine, this, this causes a, a huge scandal and, and yeah, there's um, people I'm running all over the place. And I'll slip the note into my pocket and I'll say, okay. say, I'll say the last rites for the gentleman. Okay, so uh, police accord and the doctors obviously turn up and there's nothing they can do. And oh, was he reading a book? He was not. He was just. He was just on a reading desk, slumped over it. So there was no book on it on the desk. No. So the you're you're taken away, and and the police uh, interview you, and they 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 quickly let you go, as they they had they had reports from the from the from the other librarians that. You, you clearly hadn't done this, and um, uh, eventually they they sort of they chalk it up to um, to mischievous medical students at the nearby um, university college hospital. They've probably um, they've probably taken one of the cadavers, and they're playing some kind of elaborate prank. But they're still not entirely sure how the body was brought into the the British Museum reading room without anyone noticing. So that's still yes, somewhat indeed. of a mystery, but they, they, they apologize for the inconvenience and say that uh, they will, they'll get to the bottom of it. Well, I'll, once I'm released, I'll head straight back to the group, okay. to the hotel. Yep. Oh my God. You wouldn't believe what I've just seen. Oh, we believe about anything these days. There was a body skinned, Completely, his whole skin was removed in the um, in the museum in the library. Sorry, uh, a, a skeleton. No, he had his skin taken off, but all his the rest of the flesh, oh. the rest of it was still there. Oh, <clears throat> um, and and it was just in there next to you. Yes, I'm wondering. Um, do any of you guys read what was it? Turkish. Turkish. No. Mm-hmm. I assume there's no overlap. Um, yeah. Are you back to the hotel? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, what What is Turkish related to? Uh, I guess sort of Arabic, I suppose. I do speak Arabic. <clears throat> How much is your skill? Twenty six. Can make a roll. All right. Uh, nope, 42. <laughs> You're not sure. 
we could probably find a Turk. In fact, perhaps the concierge could. Uh, yeah. Oh, copy just it. Like, first of all, Thomas, do you do you um speak Turkish or read Turkish? You are joking, correct? <laughs> I, it was just I, a... I am Romani. The Turks are my mortal enemy. <laughs> I have no interest whatsoever in their language. Okay. Um, well, yeah, we'll speak to the concierge and see if they can find us someone so, who knows Turkish. You had said that the um, that the paper was not uh, paper. Well, here and I'll show you. I'll show you the. Yeah, paper. and I assume I assume I I had it in my hand while I was looking at the trying to translate. Um, is it is it sort of um, leathery, shall we say? Yes. All right. So perhaps we should uh, copy it before Onto we paper. Onto paper for the uh, yes. Does it, does, could this possibly be human skin? Oh, it could possibly be. I imagine. Okay, we mm. copy the note onto paper, um, and then those of you who are present for the for the thought can make a sanity roll, except oh, for uh, the, the the father. The father's already. Okay, that's a pass. That's a pass. Zero for pass. One for failure. Well. And and just to be to be sure, Turkish is not related to Arabic. It it is. Oh, it's not. You're saying it's not. Yeah. It's not. I thought it was. Uh, is it not? No, it it is. Yeah. Mod- yeah. Modern Turkish comes from Old Turkish, and Old Turkish is mostly from uh, Arabic and Persian. Yeah. Although the although the uh, script is completely <laughs> different. Well, it uses a Latin script instead of a you know, Arabic yeah. script. But the words are derived from yeah. As well, I, I would have I would have required a hard success at say Arabic to decipher it. Yeah. Okay, so you're going to copy it down and and ask the concierge to to, to translate it for you to to take it somewhere where it can be translated. We'll find someone who can come to us who's willing to come to us to translate it. Uh, and we'll... Yes. Okay. And... Uh, if you throw plan. enough money at the problem, then they yep. could probably get someone there within. 30 minutes? Yes, yes. Yes, that would be great. That would be fantastic. <laughs> okay, so and we'll a knock, at, sure knock at your door, and uh, there's a, a, seems to be a young Turkish man. Please, um, we wish for something to be translated, but um, uh, it would be better that what it says doesn't leave this room. We'll pay you extra. No. <laughs> certainly it's, it's a most unusual request um, but uh, he's a rather smartly dressed young man clean shaven okay. well I'll hand him groomed. the note <clears throat> okay so you, you hand him the note and he, he looks up at you and says um, okay it, it says the the skinless one will not be denied yes I think that would be a, a good translation um most most curious. That's all it says. Okay. It's a very short note. Yeah. No. Um, okay. Well, thank you very much, and we'll pay him the money and let him go. Okay. He, uh, he accepts your money and hands you a, a card and says, "If you need any any more translations, um, uh, please do not do not. Uh, yes. Uh, yes. The, we'll, we'll call. Thank you very much." <laughs> he says he works. He works at the nearby um, Turkish consulate. Ah, I, I am suspiciously oh, the whole time. diplomat. 
he, he nods politely at you and he leaves. Okay. Do the we um, do we care about this Thurston fellow? Is he the, he is the other reported uh, conflagration? I, I think we probably don't care about it. Yeah, the auto immolation temple Thurston. Nice. Well, we could research to see if he maybe had this train at some point. Yeah, but I'm thinking that's all <laughs> sort of irrelevant at this point since the train is the real no. train is back and the fake train is is broken. Right. Yeah. I've got a feeling that was a bit of a, um, uh, what I call red herring. Yeah. I mean, it's maybe related in some way, but not. So I'm, I'm willing to scratch him off our, our list here. Yeah, I don't think there's much more we need to do in London, except, uh, except for this skinless one now. Have we heard of the skinless one at all? Well, you just found him. We found him. No, the skinless one <laughs> will not be denied. Yeah, yeah. Which means it's still the skinless one is still alive. I mean, there's something <clears throat> weird going on with Turks in general. There's a bunch of Turks that have been killed, or I mean, there's there's there's, there's something something Turkish going on. The right? There are, there's, there's always something <laughs> strange going on with those people. I think Thomas would Tomas would agree wholeheartedly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's, there's uh, the, the the thrice dead man. Uh, yeah, there's the, the Turks were at the fight, caused the fire at the professor's house, we think. Um, and I feel like there was so one I'd other. Oh, and then the store where the train was, uh, from where the train was purchased, is also. By the Turkish man, who the but, three, the thrice dead man was under that guy's guy. name. Yeah. That's that same guy. Right. right. What about the, uh, the diary? Does it say anything about. Uh, about this, uh, you would have to study them? it for longer. Uh, um, Randall, I don't think you'll hear when Je- Jonathan said, but basically the diary is going to lead to a mini adventure, like a flashback. Oh, a flashback. Okay. <clears throat> All right. It's the portal to a prequel adventure. Yes. <laughs> that's, okay. that's pretty. That's pretty cool. <laughs> so okay. It is not useful at this point, right? So. Pretty much, yeah. So, are you heading to Paris? I think so. I don't think yeah. there's much more we can do here. <laughs> okay. So, you, you wrap up your affairs in London. You check out of the hotel. You pack your bags. And I write and a big letter saying exactly to, to my family so that they know exactly where I've gone and, and what's happening. <laughs> of course, of course. Which I hope you're all doing. Um, yeah, I, I will. I will start writing to my father. So, Tamas has organised first-class tickets for the lot of you on the Orient Express. You have a ticket from London through to Constantinople, which costs twenty-one pounds, fourteen shillings, and nine pence. It's 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 wow. valid for you know you can you can do part of the journey from say Paris to. Milan, and then you can stop there. You don't have to do it all at once, which is quite convenient. Um, you you get on a train, depart in London, that drives through or travels through the English countryside, through Kent, across the Romney Marsh grasses, and finally into Dover, which takes just under two hours. It's it's a train without stops, so it just leaves London, heads to Dover which is quite unusual in this part of the English 
countryside. So uh, you're, you're more used to trains that stop regularly. And so it's quite a quite a nice experience. Unless you, you are seasoned travellers and then you're probably used to this. At Dover, you board the ferry for Calais, which is a crossing of about a few hours. Once at Calais, you board a train which is not the express itself. Uh, this is a train that consists of cars that will eventually be linked with the main body of the, the Simplon Orient Express, but it is not, not the Orient. They're, these are just attached to a normal French train. But as passengers on the Orient Express, you get to ride in one of the Orient Express carriages. And it's, it's, it's beautiful, as, as you no doubt have heard. It is, it is a very luxurious, nice carriage, but it's not quite the same level of service as, as you would probably expect on the Orient Express itself. And within about eight hours, you are in Paris, where I believe you wish to do some research in the Bibliothèque Nationale. Yes, Jean, Jean-Paul, you have arrived at home. Yes. Yep. Uh, and I think we'll definitely need Jean-Paul because I can't speak French. <laughs> <laughs> and so it is now um, Wednesday by the time we do anything useful in Paris? Yes. No. Or Thursday. It'd be uh, Thursday, wouldn't it? So, Wednesday okay, so was you, travel day. You spend Wednesday traveling and yep. you arrive let's say Wednesday evening, where you may check into a hotel. Yeah, I will get them uh, situated at a fine central Parisian hotel. I'll ask for a modest room. <laughs> I will the not. French, the French do not one. do modest, so you get a, you yep. get a luxurious room. <laughs> Maybe, maybe at, at, at your special request, slightly less luxurious, but still yes. splendid. And I think this may be a good place to call it for today. Excellent. Oh, right. Okay. We are in Paris. Home for completing the London chapter, and actually the two London chapters, you may all roll your ticks. All right. <laughs> now... Question: So, are we going to do that other thing for the London next session? No. No. Okay. We are going to do that at some point in the future. Okay, some point in the future. Okay, cool. Yes. And the tick, if you fail, it's a D10. Correct. Wow. Nice library use. Will come in handy, perhaps. Spot hidden. D10 for my boxing. That's fine. Uh, can, can, we, can we increase dodge or stays with the base? It's trainable. With the... No, yeah, it's trainable. Yeah. All right. Oh, I have passed every single roll. <laughs> That's not good. Oh so, wow! What a oh, bummer! Finally, I I I rolled an ot four to advance my uh, cult of ot five. I passed my library <laughs> use roll. Oh, uh, listen, it's a one d six, right? D ten. One d ten. Oh, d ten. Okay. Now, Jonathan, is there anything oh, special nice. if you like impaled on your roll? 
instead of just a normal success? Yes, so let's use the, the optional rule. If you keep track of impales, what you can do at, at character advancement, you can, you can either choose to roll as normal, um, and obviously if you fail, you increase, or you can just take a plus five. Okay, all right, cool. So do make do make checks if you if you do impales, i.e. extreme successes on your rolls. Um, let's see. After the after the couple of days researching and uh, spending some time traveling, Hugo is is you are feeling almost as good as new after your uh, tumble from the train. All right. Uh, Father Vincent is is mm-hmm. mostly mostly back to normal. You reckon? Uh, Zeb has a has a bit of a nasty bruise. Um, where he hit the ground, but otherwise seems seems quite happy. Okay. You know, oh, I had the I had nice. a ten for mechanical repair. I rolled a success. I, I rolled a fail, so I got to go up by one point. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I got I impa- I, uh, I I advanced by ten points on my medicine, so now I have an eleven medicine. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Oh yes, I re- you, you rolled medicine in the in the room, didn't you? With yeah, the... I rolled like a three and then spent two points yes, uh, to to make it a success with the luck. Oh, that's right, we get to roll luck, right? Um, I am going to say yes. Okay, so I said yes. When you get to roll your tips, you get to roll your luck as well. So, so it's whatever your current luck is, correct? Because yes. it's not like it's not like what you started with. It's just your, a, your a luck is number. now yes. Your luck is now completely decoupled from from that pal times five. It's 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 its own resource. So oh, it I don't think it was it wasn't pal times five to do it. It was a three d six. It was a roll to begin with. Yeah, yeah, it was a roll to begin with. Just like a three d six times five or something like that. Ah, I see. Yep. It's, it's, well, anyway, it's 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 just kept track of normally. But it's so. just like a skill now. Yeah. Yes. Okay, well, okay. I failed my roll, so I stay at the same. So what no, your luck if you fail up, your roll, it goes up. Oh, no, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, I succeeded. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. So I failed to... You failed to fail. Make a luck roll. I failed to fail, yes. <laughs> Thanks, just, Tim. Just do, do it like normal, normal skill advancement. Right, yeah, exactly. So you can roll go your above luck. your starting luck. You can yes. go up. Okay. Cool. Four, five, six, yeah, seven. I well, I rolled... A, well... I rolled a 96. So... <laughs> And that's eight points. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So, so far, no, no pushed rolls. Rather disappointing. Rather disappointing. Came close, but I got convinced. <laughs> I've been well, using no. the, I've been using the I, crap out of my luck though. That that I luck is awesome. Didn't I push one? Maybe not. I don't think anyone's pushed so far. You, you you've certainly spent luck, but. Um, <laughs> well, we do want to have some good. Good big failures, so we'll have to push at some point. It's it's tricky though, because the, uh, I mean, you really don't want to push something that's an unlikely success. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, <laughs> but cool. Well, oh my, all ticks and everything's done. Yeah. As you as you arrive in Paris, the um the the talk the talk of the town is of border crossing with Germany. Um, the Ruhr, where there's there's a bit of a stand-up between French and Belgian, Belgian troops uh, over the failure of Germany to pay its reparations after the Great War. So there's there's 
There's a, a level of tension in the air. There's old conflicts are bubbling up again, or rather quite recent conflicts, actually. So, mm. And that ah. is where we shall leave it. All right. Excellent. All right. Well, thank you. That was great. Thank yeah, you. Lots fun. of fun. Thank you. Was it a Better. quick pass over London, or we did it okay? Sorry? Was it like a quick pass over London? Did we leave something out, or...? Um. Well, I can, I can, let's, why not tell you? I think you, you, you got most of the, the relevant um, uh, clues. There are a few bits you could have done, you could have done a bit more research. Um, I think I, I somewhat rushed the, the, the doom train scenario. And there, there were a few more tidbits that you could have, um, you could have, actually, because you, you, you spent time um, quizzing, Henry Stanley. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll I'll give you a bit more information. So what what he knows is that Randolph Alexis was you know, the, the 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 crazy man that you met on the train. He was he was a rather well known occultist. Okay, uh, that's why I believe originally I made I made some of you either make occult roles or history roles, and you you didn't quite get all the information about that. So he um, he was he was actually wanted for murder back in 1897, and he fled oh. he fled London on the Liverpool Express, and hoping to to escape, he he attempted to sort of to conjure a spell that would allow allow him to just step off of the train and appear somewhere else. This is what he had been studying, but he 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 didn't quite get it correctly, and so he actually. He he sent the entire forward half of the train through this this rift in in, in space and time. Oh, gnarly! And wow! Then the rest of the train, the rear half, derailed, uh, killing almost half the passengers on board, and that's why the, the, the authorities weren't sure what happened, and they made up a story about the front half sinking, and obviously lots of people didn't believe the story. And 20 years later, Alexis's son, Albert Alexis, was, was immersed himself in his father's research and created, created another gateway in the form of the train. So he actually, he had the train specially made and painted to be a replica of the missing part of the train and used that as a sort of key uh, to, to allow him to, to summon the train Kind of like a focus, yeah, like a focal point for the exactly, exactly, and he um, he succeeded. He 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 was he summoned the train and got on board, and then the train uh, just just passed amongst. Uh, it just stayed in the Alexis family until uh, uh, Alexis's mother. That's the 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 younger Alexis was was. Ran out of money, and so she she had the courts declare um, her husband and son dead, and auction their possessions. That's where um, the the set was bought, you assume, and sold on to to Stanley. So, but um, wait, we only ever saw Alexis. We never saw Alexis's son, and he never <laughs> made mention of him at all. No, you you may remember you 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 made a spot hidden role where you noticed that Randolph Alexis had the fob watch. 
Oh, it's A A on it. Oh no! So, he ate. He, he ate his song. No, no I, I think, think maybe that was the his body heart. parts. Yeah, the body parts may have been. Yeah. Oh wow! <laughs> so that's worth yes. a sanity roll. Why <laughs> did Why did Stanley? How did Stanley find out about the train from? Macarac. I mean, how did that how did that purchase come to happen? Yeah, he, or was he, he it just told, a he told you happening? that he was just he was just browsing uh, an antique shop and he saw this model of a train and he was a train enthusiast and so he bought okay. it. Right. So maybe, yeah, maybe it's just all uh-huh. happenstance. Right. I don't think he's going to be a train enthusiast for much longer. No, I think he already told us that he doesn't like trains anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Done with trains. Yeah. <laughs> So it's actually the the that chapter ends. I will, I will read this bit to you. Um, maybe you you somehow keep in touch with him. Um, uh, da, 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 da. Yes. Yeah. So um, Henry Stanley uh, checks into a sanatorium for a few weeks. He is not so keen on trains now. On his return to Stoke Newington and Mrs. Atkins, he faces down police questions, throws away his train books and memorabilia, and takes up stamp collecting. <laughs> <laughs> because nothing occult can happen with stamps. Awesome. <laughs> well, hey, possible, yeah, no. pu- possible PC for the future. I could play Stanley right. a stamp collector. <laughs> 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 I wouldn't be opposed to that. <laughs> so, bonus points if you can guess what what being kissed by one of those creatures would do. Uh, uh, power drain. Yeah, con drain. Yeah, it basically sucks your soul out and turns you into one of them. Yeah, it, it came quite close. <laughs> so if yeah. Stanley had failed his dex roll and we hadn't made it back into reality, yes. If so, you can only on on the final on the final round you have to make the dex roll, <coughs> and if you botch it, uh, you you so if you fail, it means the circuit was not completed that round. You have to you have to take another round. Um, and then obviously um uh zeb would have would have would have been turned a a bad break a result of 100 breaks the pattern means it has to be repaired and started again requiring oh. 1d50 revolutions oh <laughs> man so how many that revolutions is... did you roll for us so the the, the the way the scenario actually works is that when the attack takes place, one d ten circuits of the heart are left to go, ah, and okay. and if you if you are working in tandem, then you basically get to do two circuits around. So, do mm, was five rounds. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hey, off, off topic. Um, is are we um, thinking of doing anything? Is anybody doing anything with the um, Delta Green? Beta test, new edition stuff. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, no, not me for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I would only be doing something if it's on Scott or Cthulhu um, on the Sunday night session. So that's the only time I get to play. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm working on trying to finish up uh, one that I've written. So right, that's what right. I'm working on. So. Okay. Yeah, no, I was just curious. And well, and tremulous, trying to make the tremulous <laughs> as awesome as possible for you guys. That's uh, 
<laughs> that's 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 gonna be fun. I'm I'm glad we hopefully we have everyone there next time. So yeah, cool. Well, I should get going. It's almost four, three o'clock. Almost time wow. to get up. <laughs> do do you guys all have um, the new auto magical character sheets? Are you using those now? Yeah, the Chaosium I am. ones. Yeah, um, Can you... I'm still using. I'm still using the um, spreadsheet at the moment, but I've got to transfer across. <laughs> yeah, if you if you make a one of those, could you put it in the Skype Cthulhu Dropbox folder in the Horror on the yep. Orient Express folder? Do you want yeah. us to keep it up to date in there? Also, I, uh, or? it's more just so that I can. I want to print out so I can see what you guys okay. have. I, I don't need it sort of up to the minute, but okay. Yep. If you do keep it updated, that's, that's good. Right. Mine's popping in right now for you, Jonathan. I just updated okay. it with all our ticks and everything. Cool. Well, sh- see you next Sunday. Yeah. Yep. See you next time. Have a good week, guys. And thank you very much. Take awesome. care. Bye. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.